Hello, time now for the Big Finish podcast. God, no, no. Do we have to? No, hooray, hooray, hooray. Oh, sorry. That's better. That's better. Yes. Hello. Uh, That was Paul Sprague you heard saying, oh, God. Uh, And next to him is David Richardson, who's looking a bit tired and sad. Hello. (laughs) I've got a cold. I'm dragging. Oh, dear. We've probably all called it. Hang on a minute. He's got a cold. Why am I sat next to him? Uh, Well, I arranged it that way. Oh, right. Fine. Thanks. (laughs) I don't think I'm infectious. Uh, uh, I'm not at all paranoid about getting a cold, but my name is... Nick Briggs. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, in this podcast, we'll be talking about the subscriber special for the May. In this podcast, we're talking about. Oh, no, they'll be thinking Bob's back. Don't do that, that to us. a bit like Bob, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> He's back. Bob's back. Um, the, the Doctor Who main range subscriber special release. Doctor Who Storm Crow by Mark Platt and starring Tom Baker and Louise Jameson um, as two characters you may have heard of, the Doctor and Leela, also featuring Chase Masterson, who has it in her new contract that she has to be in every Big Finish production. We and Anne Bell as well. Love Anne Bell, Bell, you may remember from Tenko and a million other things. What a bit of class. She was yeah. in A Thousand Tiny Wings. She was she? in A Thousand Tiny oh, Wings yeah. and I loved working with her so much. I was really keen to get her back. So well, I was glad I'm, we made I'm it I'm so happen. glad you did. <clears throat> great, great actress. Um, yes, and we'll also be listening to some uh, emails from listeners which Paul Sprague will read out in his inimitable fashion. First what of all, my girlfriend keeps calling my, uh, my comedy mm. accent, which I feel slightly insulted it's by. It's just your accent. <laughs> you better have a word with that. I know. Maybe take that ruler home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's, let's encourage domestic abuse. Why don't we? Yes, that was, that was obviously my intention. Um, first of all, I'd just like to mention Doctor Who Dark Eyes, which is out in November. We've mentioned the, our special releases bundle. I wanted to mention three things about it. One, Molly O'Sullivan. Oh, no! They're in your bathroom! Two, Cotris. And so the Doctor runs and runs. And three, Nadian. Where are you from? David, tell us about Molly O'Sullivan. Molly O'Sullivan is a new companion, isn't she? And she has dark eyes. <laughs> oh, sorry. And who's she played by? She's played by Ruth Bradley, who's lovely. Yeah. She's got that really lovely voice, hasn't she? You just want to cuddle her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I certainly did want to cuddle her. Um, and Cotris. Tell me, I'm just I know about it, so I just... Cotris be- is played by Toby Jones. Um... How much would you like me to say, Nick? I can say Plus, as much as you like. Oh, no! Don't <laughs> give away. It's very... Mm, no, we can't really say anything about it. No, he's a very interesting... It's quite a sinister character, isn't he? He's quite sinister. He seems to have something to do with the Daleks. <sighs> yeah, Nadian. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'll alone. tell you. See, I'll I've, tell not you. Heard, I've not heard that actually said. I've only seen it written down, so I was worried that it was someone called Nadine. Yes. Nadine. Well, we changed the spelling of it because it was meant to be Nadian, but it is spelt like Nadine. <laughs> and it's a bloke. Played by Ian Cullen. Oh, yes, from the Aztecs. Exactly. Who's been writing into Big Finish for many years saying, I was in Doctor Who, give me a job. 
And so I did. And he's absolutely brilliant, absolutely spot on, uh, a vital character in the closing chapter of, uh, of, of Dark Eyes. I forgot what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, I can't tell you anything else about him, really, except it was brilliant to work with him and he was full of enthusiasm and uh, brilliant to have him, Ian Cullen, back in Doctor Who. That's all I have to say, except that here's a clip from Dark Eyes. Get out of here. Sorry? Get out of my TARDIS! Get out! Ah, but it isn't yours, is it, my dear fellow? My poor... Dear fellow, doctor, doctor, please, you're going to hurt yourself. Doctor, there are no clever overrides, no ways round what has been done. No matter how much you've tinkered with and modified the TARDIS, we hold the patents, as it were, at its core. The TARDIS is Time Lord through and through, and if we really want to make it stop, we can do just that. Was it Susan? Hmm? Did she betray me? Betray you? Well, she loves you, Doctor. You must know that. Uh, so much for love, Strax. What did love ever do for Susan? Or Lucy had left him grieving or dead. Because the universe in its infinite wisdom gives way to creatures like the Daleks. Well, do you blame the universe? Then who? What? Who's to blame? Dark Eyes there. Available... It's a box set with five discs in, available for 20 quid. Are we mad? Come Why on. Why did you, you... You had your list of three things, but I yeah. think you have to mention Alex Mallinson's cover designs. Because, I mean, not only oh, is the outside true. box set gorgeous, but the interior covers for all the CDs are just so evocative and beautiful. I think it's some of the best artwork we've had, actually. Yes, and some of it will be showcased in a special little uh, YouTube trailer as well, which you mm. might like to go and have a look at on the Big Finish channel. Have a look at that. Yes, Dark Eyes artwork. Moving around, excited and stuff. <laughs> um, so, let's have an email from a listener. Ow! <laughs> That's a funny name for a listener. It's not Mr. Very... Ow. <laughs> Mr. Ow. We've, we've got, uh, we've got Mr. Ow. We've got an email from Matt Smith. Pain. Pardon? We've got an email from Matt Smith. We've had one before from Matt Smith, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Matt from Los Angeles, so um, unless unless he's moved quite some way from the production base, yeah, it's it's not that one. Unless he's filming over there. Yes. He says, uh, you guys just tweeted out that reminder talking about the special releases, and while I've already pre-ordered all of them, it really made me feel good about myself for catching such a steal from you guys, and I'm really looking forward to them. Oh. My question is, why is the Fifth Doctor not one of the special releases? Oh... Um, to be fair, actually, we had the stories before we had the special releases bundle. It's true. Um, we had a number of projects that were bundled, which were uh, coming together. Um, and it, just the special releases bundles idea seemed a good way of getting them out there and trying out an experimental pricing policy. Um, so it was but, an accident, is the answer. Really. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, don't forget, I mean, the Fifth Doctor had a good run of lost stories last year, so he, he's also had... Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yes, I think it was more just just luck than a deliberate Judgment. attempt to try try <laughs> to try and get all of the doctors in their own little extra bit, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, originally Voyage to Venus was going to be the subscriber special this year. It was. Then it was all change. Yeah. Into the bundle you go. We said. 
Michael Evans says, I've just subscribed to the Confessions of Dorian Gray, which I think is a very promising concept, both in terms of execution and format. Being a devotee of Wild, I'm looking forward to the character's debut in Legion. That's the Benny Box set in which he appears. Yes. And I'm very pleased that more of his story will be explored. I could see the same download-only format being applied to a new strand of Doctor Who, whether as a reboot of the Short Trip series or something entirely new. Well, you know, that is a possibility. I'd rather th- like to think of the uh, download-only format as a way of exploring uh, new fictional avenues, because as you know, we love stories. And, uh, what you know... Uh, sometimes it's difficult to come up with a new project because we worry about how many people are going to buy it and if we knock uh, CD production and printing out of the costing equation suddenly we don't need to sell so many and it might be just a good way of getting lots of different stories out there so I'm looking very closely at uh, Confessions of Dorian Gray and hope that it will be a big success Tony Jones says gents, Nick in particular some while ago, you asked why people abandon orders partway through. As someone who does this, I thought, eventually, I would explain why. Yes, this is very interesting. This. Mostly, it's to work out pricing options for various subscriptions. I haven't found a place that lists just costs. For example, various Companion Chronicle subs. Blake 7, I was looking for CDs without books for box set 3 and 4, and also a sub featuring the recently announced Warship. There isn't a subscription for Warship, it's just a special one-off on its own release. Did that deliberately, didn't we? We didn't want it to be part of a subscription, really. Yeah, I mean, again, we did have a subscription for um, releases three and four next year, and then um, Blake 7 kind of blossomed and grew a bit, and we ended up with releases five and six and Warship as well. So, um, yeah, so sometimes sometimes we try and set the subscription in place, but plans change around that and after it, so... He says, uh, I also am still catching up on the main range and check which releases give which special releases. Something that I worked out how to check on the old site. Sometimes I start and order on my phone on the way home, then have to start again when I get home. Though that might have been on the old site, it hasn't happened often. I hope that helps and gives some clue as to what others might be doing. Yes, I think it's because with our new site, we never, we didn't previously have the functionality to see instantaneously individual orders. And I think to start with, it was quite a shock to me to see the number of payments that didn't go through and you'd see Mm. people repeatedly trying to order something and they're not and it makes you worry that something's going wrong but this goes some way Mm. to explaining it. Um, I will just say that if anyone else is having persistent problems with ordering do let us know if there's anything that's confusing you because as far as we know uh, everything is working well on all the ordering now. Yeah I know a couple of people have said that um, when they've they've put stuff into their basket and then they've logged in and it's removed items from the basket which we're having fixed up so that should no longer be a problem that before problem too is much being longer. Sorted, yes. Um, but uh, yes, or alternatively, just log in first. Just remember to log in; it'll be fine. It'll stay in there. Um, Darren Harris says, "I thought that I would share this audio boo with you. I love the boo. Sherlock Holmes stuff you've done, so boo. I wanted to share it with the world. Certainly, with the hope of bringing more people in." The only thing I forgot to do was to include the address to go to get these audio productions, but hopefully people realise just how much of a friend Google can be. Below is the link to the boo. All you need to do is click on it. It will take you to my profile page with the boo on it. Click play and off you go. What's a boo? Big Finish really should get into audio boo. Well, I don't know anything about it. As you were doing audio productions, it's the perfect place or one of the perfect places you can put up trailers, etc. And it's another way of people finding you as well. The only thing I know about Audio Boo is that I've been to some recordings of QI, the yes. Stephen Fry fronted quiz in the UK. And um, at the start of each recording, before he's at, before they switch the cameras on and everything, he does an Audio Boo with the audience. So he gets the entire audience to say a word 
and then puts it up as this little tiny audio clip on Twitter and gets his Twitter followers to guess what the word is and what it means. Oh. So it's basically little science, tiny short bursts of audio. Audio boo. Audio B-O-O. boo. Yeah. I see, so a trailer would be too long, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know exactly how long they're allowed to be, but uh, I get the impression they're meant to be short, snappy things. We better look into the boos. Hmm. <laughs> Um, Ernie Keel says, although I've yet to come across a big finished product that was not top-notch, and I have nearly all of them, I feel compelled to drop you a note with some high praise on your production of countermeasures. I've listened to this twice now and can only say that the actors are superb in their performances, the writing is great, and the sounds and score hit the mark in creating the 1960s atmosphere wonderfully. The production is reminiscent of Patrick McGowan in The Prisoner, obviously in the Pelage project. Or is it Pelage project? I don't know. Pelage. Pelage. right first time. In developing a tense and suspenseful series, I can only I can only wish that you would consider getting the rights to creating an entirely new Big Finish line of prisoner audio adventures. Don't think I haven't tried. <laughs> I've had meetings with ITV. I'm sure they would be done to your usual stand and would be excellent. In the meantime, I've already subscribed to the next box set of countermeasures and hope these will continue to be produced on a regular basis. Many thanks to Simon Pamela, Karen Hugh and the other actors for their excellent work in providing first-rate entertainment. Oh, thank you. It, it was really nice doing the Swansea convention a couple of weeks ago, actually, because so many people came up and, and said how they're enjoying countermeasures. Yeah. Um, which was really... That's really rewarding. Yeah, it's encouraging. I, one of my... Uh, it sounds so irrational, but uh, I, I, I keep getting excited about the prospect of doing series two, doing the music. I'm really looking forward to it. Or, or indeed, sorry, forward. I'm looking forward to it's being it. recorded in three weeks. Oh, goodness. All the scripts are signed off. Wow. We actually had an email from someone saying you should stop copying me saying forward. Yeah, that was Alex Mallinson. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> and, quite he, right, and he's quite right. He, he is quite he, right. he does far worse things to you. <laughs> it is a form of racism, isn't it? <laughs> Regionalism. It's just so, it's so darned odd. Yeah, it's such an oddity. Paul. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. But don't forget, Paul Sprague is going to Chicago Tardis <laughs> on the 23rd of November, 2012. Hooray! Yes, you can meet Paul Sprague and see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> yeah, and be hugely disappointed. No. Yeah. no, no, seriously, Stuart, you will be. Stuart Kerrigan says. Yeah, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart oh, Kerrigan on. says. I was going to be excited to meet him. <laughs> Need that. <laughs> Did you call me that? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. But don't worry, he'll have rehearsed. the nicest thing you've ever said to me. He'll have rehearsed all sorts of comedy gold before oh, we go on stage. I know oh, him. He'll be learning it on the plane. I'll have to start scripting now. Yeah. You'll never see a hall clear so quickly. <laughs> he'll be trying it out on whoever's sitting next to him on the plane. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Are you looking forward to landing? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yes. Stuart Kerrigan says, I just wanted to say, I listened to The Tangled Skein, or is it Skein? However, how did you end up pronouncing it? I can't remember. And thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, good. Sitting skein, Holmes against yes. the Supernatural was very interesting. I'd love to see Nick Holmes go up against H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu missile, mm-hmm. Mythos. See, I had trouble with Mythos. I was fine with Cthulhu. <laughs> and then you go... <laughs> or a facsimile, if the rights are impossible to get. There is a very nice anthology of short stories, including one by Neil Gaiman and a computer game, but I think Big Finish could do their own definitive and original story. How many tentacles does Cthulhu have? 
Too eight. many, but Nick must have must have more given how busy he is, so it would be a fair fight. Oh, well, I get what you're doing. He's then. done a joke. He's done a joke it's at good, the end. It's good. Nice yes, uh, we will be going into production with a new series of our Sherlock Holmes audios. I'm currently touring a theatre show called Sherlock Holmes: A Study in Fear, um, but uh, our series is called The Ordeals of Sherlock Holmes, and there'll be more news on that very soon. Ken Bentley tells me the scripts are brilliant. Yeah, Ken Bentley, who is directing them. Mm. Judy Dunn says, hey all, I made some gifts for you guys and sent them home with Nick at Galley. Did he ever give them to you? Yes, they're over here, look. I'll go and get them. Did you like them? I've really tried to be patient, but it's been seven months and I haven't heard anything. I keep forgetting to mention them, Julie. I'm really worried that you didn't like them. I really, really hope you did. Anyway, please let me know. I will still love you if you don't like them. Also, I plugged Big Finish on my blog a couple of times. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Even though you've ignored her, she's still plugging you. Look, here they are. What are they called? Um, I, I don't know. They're, great, there's there's, a, they're, they're knitted, right. and there's a grey one that's a sort of like a cyber one, and there's a white one that's got a like an iPod attached to its tail, and there's a green one that is clearly you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It looks like a nerd. Can we take a photograph of these and put them for the release of this podcast? We could yeah. do. Yeah. They're, they're quite sweet. Yes. They're very Thank nice. Thank you, Julie. I'm sorry we haven't mentioned them before. I can't, I know this is no consolation. The number of times I've been about to mention them and then have been diverted by the White Guardian. <laughs> I've got another one from Tony Jones who says, you may or may not have noticed on the forums the discussion on whether or not it would be a good idea to have the option of 13 release subscriptions rather than 12. The idea, the idea being that as there are 13 releases per year, it means people can renew on the same month every year. Thoughts? David, what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts, um, I'm a little bit worried it would add yet another subscription to confuse people because there's so many options to subscribe to, aren't there? I worry whether it'll just be another thing. There's an argument to say, though, that we should just do a year's <clears throat> worth. I don't know. Let's talk to Jason Higgenry mm. about that. Yes. Tricky one, isn't it? It's tricky. I mean, it's also the fact that if we charge for 13, we then have to work out what it would then be for six again would that be a bit tricky and fiddly to work because if people subscribe to six then they'd still be out of sync so would we then need a six and a seven see my brain's already exploded yeah yeah it all gets a bit careful careful fiddly. i might explode matt mayhew says i recently re-listened to the genocide machine and i wonder why the dalek voices were different to the rest of the voices in other big finished dalek stories um they are quite different we were just learning how to do them really <laughs> We were just getting the ring modulation right. It took us ages to sort it out. And yes, they are different. They're not, they're not quite right, I don't think. He also says, and how is that Charlie spin-off coming along? <laughs> People are asking about this all the time, actually. I've got yeah. a lot of questions in Swansea. I kept saying, Nick needs to write it. Nick, write it! Okay. Yeah, it's going to happen. That's for sure. Well, that's good news. Hmm. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Paul Ayres says, I'm writing to say how much I've enjoyed the recent trilogy for The Seventh Doctor, especially Gods and Monsters. As I write this yesterday, I saw The Angels Take Manhattan for the new series, which is great and fun, but frankly, compared to Gods and Monsters, Gods and Monsters is far better, in my humble opinion. It ties up so much and so well, even going back to Dragonfire in reference, but equally, such a clever story, such a twist on things with the character of Wayland, and the ending, well, sorry Amy and Rory Pond, but the ending of this play brought a tear to my eye, rather than their clever ending in Angels, which didn't create as much emotion. Well, I liked uh, The Angels Take Manhattan, but... Uh... 
I also like Gotham Monsters. All of the actors were fantastic, from Maggie O'Neill, the superb Amy Pemberton, who I feel should definitely be in film or TV more in the future. Isn't she coming to Chicago with us? Uh, She is coming to Chicago, yes. Chicago TARDIS Amy Pemberton. And Philip Olivier just gets better and better. We love Phil. As for Sophie and Sylvester, while they were brilliant in the 80s and deserved so much more screen time, thank goodness to Big Finish, giving their characters more of a chance. Frankly, I feel the main range has gone from strength to strength over the last few years, and frankly, I look forward to hearing what's going to happen next to these characters. You suddenly realise how often the word forward turns up when when someone (laughs) says it in a really odd way. That can be the next competition. How many times has Paul Sprague said forward... In this I kind of want to set off an alarm every time he's there. <laughs> forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brilliant. Well, there we are. I'd just like to say, Julie, that ever since you mentioned those thingies that you've sent us, I've, I've been fondling one. <laughs> They're knitted. They're beautiful. Thank you. They've been in the office for, for months, just sitting there looking at us. I often have a chat with them. Do you? <laughs> Doing that one, I Hello. wasn't paying attention. Hello. Thank you. Right then. Now, uh, let's do Stormcrow. Tell us about Stormcrow, the oh. subscriber special for the main range. And if you could um, oblige me, David, talking into the microphone would be of enormous help. <laughs> he just, no, he just no leans pressure. around the side. So it says, like, working Hello. with Hello. your dad. I'm David Richardson. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can anyone hear me? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Nights of the Stormcrow. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, right over there. It's our subscriber special for this year. So if your subscription includes 1001 Nights... Uh, you will get this absolutely free. Um, if you're not a subscriber, then this time you will be able to buy it eventually. Um, it will be on sale um, a year later, in December 2013. Um, uh, we've heard it. Uh, we've, we've got the finished edits in, and it's a cracking, cracking dark story. Um, a really, it's actually very different in tone to the other Fourth Doctor stories we've done. I think this one goes really 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 much darker um, and goes back to the roots of those very hammer-esque uh, Philip Hinchcliffe tales on TV. Um, the Doctor and Leela um, are drawn to a, an observatory um, in a, on a remote island and uh, there's strange things happening in the early hours of the morning, aren't there? Yes. It's, it's about that 3.30am feeling, isn't it? When it you're is, awake yeah. and you just yeah. feel a bit paranoid and there's something nasty in the shadows. Um, that happens to you as well. Well, not very often, because I'm quite cool. Uh, but I can imagine somebody like you would <laughs> have a terrible time. Yeah. yeah. No, it's brilliant, and uh, and yeah, and that will be your reward for being a subscriber to the main range. We it, like to give you nothing but the best. It's interesting, actually, the the difference between being in the studio and hearing it, because the studio was full of laughter and very happy and silly, and you listen to the story and. What you get from the actual taste is something very dark it? and unsettling, and everybody's really, really invested in it. It's it's great fun to work on too. Mm. Yeah, and should we play a clip? Yes, please. I want you out of here now, both of you. Trevor can drive you down to the village, then you're on your own. But we are not from the village. Peggy, the doctor has offered to look over the systems. Oh, where is he? So he gets access to all our data? Oh, well, ladies, look, if you don't want my help... (gasps) What's happening? The blind came down by itself. There is a presence in the room. What sort of presence? Look out! 
angry spirits are here. Not angry. Hungry. Erica. Is it time yet? Time? Time for what, Erica? The night of endless dark. Night of the Stormcrow, the subscriber special for the Doctor Who main range. I found a bit of further explanation from Julie. What's that? They're called called Freds. Freds. Apparently, uh, the green one is Arty Fred. Arty. But but I I rechristened him Nerdy Fred just now. Did you? Well, no. Yeah. Looks quite nerdy. Um, Uh, The grey one is Cyber Fred, apparently. Yeah, I said that. And uh, the white one is just Big Finish Fred. Because he's got he's listening to a, he's got headphones on you see yeah. he's, listen, he's listening to a big finish that's why he's smiling he, he is and, loves wi- it. and winking as well well thank you for finding that I knew that I wanted to call them Arties because I'd heard her say that she's American you see and she yeah. said Artie about that yes yeah. she's American aren't you Julie yes <laughs> uh, yes all right then well I'm glad we've got that sorted out that's all for this month was oh, that it. I'm going. <laughs> Is that the sudden ending? At the very least, shouldn't we say, if you want to enter the podcast competition, then mail podcast at bigfinish.com, which is the same address for your letters and emails. Well, it's only emails. And thank you for listening to this Big Finish podcast. Um, we'll be back next month if we can all get together. Bye for now. Bye! Bye! Give an ending line, don't you? It's yeah, just walk out. It's just wandered up. Thank you.